0: Oh, yeah. No. Yo, uh what's up, y'all? Uh Harry Spears.
1: Andy Steinberg.
0: Yeah. Um
1: The Wednesday. Shit.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh and the uh, email episode will be to you guys tomorrow Thursday. Wanna to welcome everybody from Hits One oh One. Um and our regular podcast shit. listeners. Exactly. Uh fuck. Wakanda Fava, man.
1: Yeah, man. You called me last night and freaked me out.
0: Yeah, this kind of felt like the thing with Kobe where it was like, you know, obviously this being the urgent hot news of the day, uh, we should address it. Yeah. Um,
1: When you called me last night, I'm not, I'm telling the truth. Literally, I was watching Get On Up, the James Browns uh, movie. Right. And uh, so I'm watching Chaz Boldman as this is going, as you tell me that he passed
0: um i want to apologize right now to all the people that are going to be listening to this um because you're going to obviously hear me repeat and say some of the same things that you guys have heard in previous podcasts about uh god religion faith karma and listen i don't mean to beat you guys over the head but clearly that's what Some of you may feel is being done right now. Uh, But you know, you take the news as it comes. You know, uh we don't like hearing about bad things and murder on the on the local news every night. Um, but it's their job to report what happens. And this, you know, unfortunately, is obviously a part of life. Um and I know that certain conversations like politics and religion become dangerous deep and draining the three d's but again you know we don't write this stuff it happens and we talk about it um i posted a picture on instagram i actually posted two pictures one was a picture and one was a repost of dl hughley when he said 2020 has taken everything except racism and police brutality to which i replied Uh, So now all the sayings, God is good, ain't he? All the time. Uh, God may not come when you call, but he's always on time. Uh, You know, God don't like ugly. How many more sayings does the black community going to keep telling itself to prove in our minds God's existence is real? So of all the shit that we've been through. And listen, I get it. This is life. Shit happens. Um, but Jesus Christ. And, and, and then I posted another picture of Chadwick with a kid. And, and, and he's, he's done this several times. There's several pictures. At first, I just saw the one. But when I did a little bit of research, I saw multiple pictures uh, where Chadwick had made a habit out of going to hospitals, children's hospitals, and taking pictures of with kids with cancer and terminal illnesses that are dying. And so you have it that these kids are dying, and the man who, out of the greatness and the goodness of his heart, as a good spirit and a good human being, is taking pictures with these kids with cancer, and cancer now has claimed the life of both Chadwick and some of these kids. This horrible disease known as cancer, but yet the disease that is known as Donald Trump, this narcissistic, racist, sexist, piece of shit of a human being who holds rallies like he did during his RNC accepted speech, literally on the White House lawn. And again, not wearing a mask. No one in the crowd is wearing a mask. Nobody is practicing social distancing. And this man is, is, is rather than leading by example, in terms of being a leader, is helping to promote the spread of a pandemic. And I'm supposed to believe karma is real. I'm supposed to believe God is real. Make this make sense to me. well, Andy, yeah, people, whoa. listeners, make this make sense to me. First of all... Because car- this don't make sense. And before you speak, let me just say, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, gone. The people that were on that helicopter, the one couple, the mom and the dad, leaving two daughters without parents, gone. A pandemic which has claimed the lives the lives of over 170,000 people, gone. Black Lives Matter, Breonna Taylor, killed in her sleep, gone. Ahmaud Arbery, gone. George Floyd, gone. Jacob, fucked up, paralyzed from the waist down. Chadwick and kids with cancer, Gone. But Donald Trump is breathing. Make karma make sense to me.
1: Well, when you say karma, karma isn't in this life. Karma is supposed to affect no, you. No, no.
0: What do you mean it's not in this life? Everybody talks about karma
1: all the time. You look up karma. Karma comes to you in your life, in your exi- not in this life. It comes to you. There's, there's another thing that people made up called instant karma. Instant karma is like uh, instant oatmeal. It's something that we created. Karma is actually supposed to be your spiritual life as you continue through whatever this this energy that we live in it comes up to you in your next life karma is
0: so this whole time i've been thinking like i think most people think if you do bad shit in this life and let's say let's say let's say a guy murdered somebody and then a month later he gets murdered that's not karma that's not what people would describe as karma.
1: Yeah, some people would describe that as karma, but karma is supposed to be what happens to you in your next life. If you murder someone in this life, maybe you come back as that as that family's dog. That's that's what, what the true the definition of karma was supposed to be your next life. This instant karma, this thing that we're looking for, we're looking for proof, okay? That's one of the things. So when I say that is, you, you use Donald Trump and you use uh, Chadwick Boseman, which don't go together because... We don't know what's in what's next. We only know what our existence is, which is, is minimal.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Which is why I have a problem with people who act like what they say is is based on fact. It's not. It's a belief. Science is fact. Right. When you when people say you even said it a second ago, when you go, maybe. Maybe, if, woulda, coulda, shoulda, we think. Exactly. None of those are scientific facts. Here's a fact. And, and 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 listen, if I'm looking for some sort of retribution, if I'm looking for some sort of satisfaction, what's more satisfying and gratifying than for me to know, aha, that person who should have got their comeuppance got it where I could see it. I know it. Good for them. Yes, justice. Telling me that maybe they might, if at some other point in life, where you'll never know, that's not satisfying. Not
1: because you're looking for the satisfi- satis- You are looking to be satisfied for what you're disappointed in. What I'm what I what I mean what I'm trying to get to is we don't know. All we know is that we're born into this world and we are going to die. Now, if you just took that on its on the surface, you're born and you're gonna die. Why would you do anything? It ends the same way no matter what you do. You have to believe there's something next because this can't be it. It can't just be this. Otherwise, it's like playing a game of Monopoly that never ends. Eventually, you'll just shut the board.
0: And most people do because that shit takes forever.
1: So this is what we're doing. We're going through something. And to understand, to to truly, to try to not truly understand it because it's not possible, but to grasp the idea is that we are not in control of any of this. And to look for, you're looking for, you want to be satisfied for something that you're not in control of. That someone, else, that someone else has done because you think it will be fair. Fair was never part of this existence. Because if it was fair, you would be born, you would achieve, and you would continue to uh, get what you deserve. But we don't. We're born, and then we leave.
0: And, I, and listen, I can accept that. My whole thing is the argument of people trying to, to ridicule me, call me names, get upset at me, for asking logical questions for even attempting to want to know, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that no but the mere fact that I would question the mere fact that I would challenge to these to, to the people listening to this go to my Instagram and I'm gonna keep this th- those two posts up read the comments vitriol anger I'm, uh, people are cursing me for what because I'm simply asking the question. I'm not so eager to just fall in line and go with what everybody has told you that's been passed down to you without any scientific research, without any kind of proof. You just want me to believe it just because you say so. And I don't buy into that. Listen, one dude hit me and he said, I'm going to be honest with you, man. This is my belief. But at the end of the day, I don't know. And I said, I respect that because at least you told me you don't know, rather than protect than pretend your word is law. And somehow, I'm fucked up for even asking. Listen, here's the reality. I don't understand why people just, rather than hit me with the riddles and the bullshit, everything happens for a reason.
1: That's not true.
0: There's a plan. No, it's not true. No. Everything doesn't happen for a reason. There is no plan. Sometimes, like, like so, there are, there are child molesters, rapists, murderers, killers, who get away with it and go on to live long lives till they die of natural causes or whatever the fuck they die of. Good, bad, good people, fucked up shit just happens to good people. And there's no repercussions. There's no, there's no get back. There's no justice. That's just the way life is. Life is random. Random. And I would have more respect for people who just tell me that and go, yeah, that's what it is, than to keep telling me things happen for a reason. Sometimes, no, they don't. And I've always said, life, this is a numbers game. There are seven billion people on this planet. Shit is bound to work out both ways. So So when good things happen to good people, people go, man, that's God. That's God's work. But when bad things happen to good people, people go, God ain't got nothing to do with that. Well, wait a minute. Which one is it? God's involved when it's good, and when it ain't, well, you know, God ain't got nothing to It can't work that way.
1: Uh, no, it doesn't work that way because God is, not I, I can't believe that God, for instance, paying your rent. I don't think God's thinking about our rent. I mean, if you think about it in a, in a in a social structure of who's in charge of what, your rent isn't on the list. Now you're praying for rent. You're praying. You're asking. Maybe maybe that's the belief that it works out because you you put that extra effort in, but uh, to pray. But here's the thing that I think that's getting missed and why you are getting frustrated with people who, when you question, get mad at you. When someone, and this is this is why I love when. You know, we've had a lot of conversations and Farrakhan's come up a lot. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to Farrakhan. This is and, and I've never said this on the podcast. This is what I love about Farrakhan. This is why I love Farrakhan. This is this is one of the things that I absolutely love about him. As you, but,
0: but, but despite his anti-Semitism.
1: Yeah. Here, here, right. here's, here's what I like about him. I love when he gets questioned. He never goes to anger. Now I've seen him get emotional, but I've never seen him go to anger. The reason someone goes to anger is because when you question someone's belief, you the anger comes from them not being able to believe strong enough, strong enough in what they believe, that they can have you question it, and they can reply to you with the same what with what their teachings are is love and understanding. They uh, they uh, they approach you with anger and hostility because their belief isn't strong enough in what they're saying. That is what I do love about when I watch Farrakhan. When someone gives him something, he just he smiles, and he turns it back around, and he articulates it in a way that that he explains his side. And he always wins when he does it that way. This is what the problem is with the people that you that are coming at you is that they can't accept you questioning what their belief is, but obviously not so to the to the, their core. That they have to defend it with anger. They can't defend it in a way with uh, to you with openness and, and 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 some kind of spirituality that allows you, or hopefully that would allow you to see what they see. They do it with anger because they really don't see it. That's what I think. That's my personal opinion. Because I stand outside of a lot of different things. I try to look at things in a different way. And I would never come at somebody about anything like about anything that we. Interpret, but we don't really have the ability to understand as humans. Because whatever created this, I don't have the ability to understand what could create the heavens, the earth, the, the oceans, the, the everything beyond our solar system. I can't, am- there's no way that my brain can comprehend something that could create that. So therefore, I am open to interpretation. And these people are not. This is why they're so set in their ways. This is why they're coming at you with vitriol instead of coming at you with love. This is why. And when you see that, you can't be mad at them. You can't be mad at them.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this, because this is, this is one I'm running up against often. How dare you bring Trump into this? What does Trump have to do with the death of Chadwick Bozeman and kids with terminal illness? How are you associating one with the other?
1: Well because and of-
0: and, and yeah. well, well, but, but let me because yeah. here's my question to you. I'm going you dumb motherfuckers. You're missing my point. My point is if you're trying to convince me that karma is real and God don't like ugly. And who's been uglier than Donald Trump? Both literally, physically, appearingly, visually and in terms of action. if 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 if, if, if karma is real, That's my point. Why is this guy still alive? This is a guy who holds rallies, who's supposed to be the leader of the free world, and you lead by example, who will not wear a mask, which means his minions won't wear a mask, who goes against scientists and professional doctors' opinions. Dr. Fauci is regarded as one of the most respected doctors in the field, and he has shunned everything that science has been telling us. And and, and it's like, we're what, 170,000-some-odd deaths now? 183. 180. We
1: the,
0: we, we're number one leading in all cases. This is a man who, through his rhetoric and his idiocy, is helping to promote this pandemic, to cause more lives. This is a man who dismantled the team Obama had in place to, 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 to deal with this. This is a man who called it a hoax, and disrespected the science, and didn't take it seriously, and said that it would end quickly. And now, here we are. Wouldn't karma go, uh uh-uh, Chadwick is visiting kids, giving them their dying wish? What's more noble than that? And in some sick irony, the kids are going to die, and the man who's being a good dude is going to die with them. But Trump's still breathing.
1: Because you're looking for something to be fair. There's no fair. There is no fair. Show me anywhere. Well, then just
0: say it. To- uh. uh.
1: And that's why people are having a hard time because you're looking for fair. You're comparing uh, someone who is an actor who had uh, who who generally genuinely looks like had. And, and you know, I wasn't around this man, so I, I, I can't speak for Chad. But I will <laughs> say this: he didn't come out and look for any sympathy in four years, keeping this silent, working. He's doing what his job is, still visiting kids in hospitals. Doing this seems like someone who has a, his soul is in, in intact. Now you he's a at, better man than me,
0: clearly. And, he's a stronger, braver, better man than me.
1: And so we look at that, and then you see someone that you don't respect, but and, and you want fairness in that. That's not possible. That's not possible because we don't we don't base everything on ver- there's spiritual people that are going to live a very sm- I don't want to say small I want to say a, a, a existence with love and, and compassion for people around them and they're 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 good people they do everything that they're supposed to do and they live a very uh, I don't the word isn't I'm, I'm trying to say uh, it's not uh, they're living a spiritual life but they're not living a a, a lavish life. Now, there's people out there who live a very lavish life who don't give back, who don't, aren't spiritual, who aren't doing anything, who don't care what happens throughout the world, don't care about the kids in the children's hospitals, and they are living a great life. Now, have you, do you ever walk down the street and, and, and see someone in their limo, and then you see someone who is just, who's buying a few groceries to take back home to their family and go, that's not fair? do you, do you take it to that level do you see the the disparaging the disparaging and fairness in that right I, I think you're looking at it at a higher level because of who affects you but we're all affected and and when we talk about our spirituality or who we are we're all the, being the same being of the same energy being composed of the same thing we're all connected, and this is what the problem is. You feel so disconnected from someone like a Donald Trump and so connected to <coughs> Go ahead. I'm go, sorry. No, I'm sorry. No,
0: no, no, no. Finish the point. I'm sorry.
1: But because Finish of that, you want, because of that, because of the, you want that Chadwick Bo- you want that, that character of a Chaswick Bodeman to, to supersede and do wonderful things over the uh, character of, of a Trump because this is the energy that we all are created from. Go ahead.
0: You, you know, you know why it bothers me so much, and this is, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm being any more selfish than anybody else. Because yes, while we empathize, while we sympathize, while we hurt, while while our hearts bleed for people who we see go through bad, unfair, what should be unnecessary things, we still do that. And this is where, again, school of Patrice. I got to go back to Patrice a little bit when he did the joke that he was at some club in Europe and he goes, yeah, if you want a train and the train stopped and the conductor went, Hey, we're going to be an hour late or it's going to be an hour before we resume service because a lady tragically got run over by the train. So until we can fix this situation, it's going to be a second. And Patrice goes, everybody's natural human, sympathetic, empathetic reaction is to go, oh shit, that's fucked up. But then a couple seconds go by and you look at your watch and go, damn, I'm going to be late to get home for dinner. So we're selfish in that way. So selfishly, I'm looking at this and I feel hopeless because I'm sitting here going, and this is why I go as you age, humility. You become humble. When you're 20, you think the world is yours. You feel invincible. You think nothing bad could ever happen to you. The older you get and when you get out of bed and your body makes unexpected noises, it it lets you know of your mortality. But I'm sitting here going, damn, I, I don't know if, I ain't never visited no kids in the hospital. Not saying I wouldn't, but I've never done it. I might not be as good as a human being as Chadwick. I, I, you know, uh goddamn, if he couldn't live, what are my chances? If, if life is that fucked up and unfair to people like him, to a child with a shaved head because they're going through cancer, what fucking chance do I have? And it drains you of all hope. Because, again, listen, I know the mistakes I've made, and I might be still making some of them. But in the back of my mind somewhere, I'm going, I still think there's hope for me. Despite the mistakes I've made, some regretfully so, some warranted, and I wouldn't change it if I had it to do over again because I stand by my convictions. But nonetheless, I'm where I'm at in life, and I know where I'd like to be. In the back of my mind, I'm hoping, I'm going to get there. I really believe before I'm done and put in the ground, I'm going to get there. And then I look at shit like with Chadwick, with Kobe, with his daughter, and I go, I got no shot. If them motherfuckers couldn't make it, and they were 10 times better than humans than I am, human beings, why would I? But, you feel hopeless.
1: But maybe, and I and I hate to be this, uh, I guess, esoteric about it, but what, what, if, what if that's the reward? We are the ones that miss a Kobe. We're the ones that miss a Chadwick. We are the ones that miss. But what if Again, their reward is on the you're other side? Thi-
0: you're saying things that, listen, if there was proof of that, everybody could take a deep breath and go... Man, we'd be all right. But we don't know that. If there was, what if? We don't know that.
1: If there was proof of it, no one would want to deal with this
0: life. Maybe. Why not have, you know, let me go through this shit and enjoy this and milk this. And then, goddamn it, I can't wait for the, for the after party.
1: But maybe, I mean, if you look at what life is, no one's, ge- listen, you said live your life. Chadwick, I'm not not saying that, you know, he didn't have more life to live. I'm just saying he lived a life. He, he, when you talk about him going to see the kids at the, at the, uh, at the, for, in like the cancer uh, hospitals. Dude, you could, I could go. No kid's going to, I mean, maybe I'll play some blocks or do something with him. The kid would be like, oh, well, he spent some time with me. That was nice. But no one cares about me. This, we're talking about, we're talking about Black Panther came in there. He had something to give, and he did. He gave of himself because he had more to brighten up a, a, a kid's life. He didn't talk about his situation. He went through it as respectfully as you could, and I think that that there has to be a reward for that. And, and whatever comes next, and something comes next, whether it's just being able to rest in peace, that's, that might be enough. I know that I would like a good sleep. I would like to feel um, sleep easy that I'm. I, I did the best that I could. I haven't reached that 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 area that place. Uh, I don't know that he did. All I know is that he. You know when we you say that and, and you know the DL thing about 2020. Man, I didn't look at that with 2020 as a bad thing for him because he had cancer for four years. He got four more years when he was told in 2016. To know that, and he fought it, and he got four more years—years years to live his life, years to do the things that he always wanted to do. Didn't say anything to anybody so that he could take these parts. You know, in this business, if they found out you had cancer, you can't get insurance to go do uh, these parts. They'd be worried you're gonna—you won't be able to complete a movie. He did his—he th- did his thing, and for we got four more years. How would you like to know? How would you like to know where you were and that you only had four years left? not that he got that kind of notice i'm just saying and live your life to the fullest you don't think there's some reward in that i'm not i'm not diminishing the fact that he's gone i'm saying is there another way to look at it
0: listen man um you know again yeah you're right we we know life ain't fair but as i've said many a times it just seems like life it's like look If you're not gonna be fair, fine. That's what it is. Fine, but don't go out of your way to be fucked up. You know it, that great movie, The Poseidon Adventure, the original one with Gene Hackman.
1: Yeah, August and, Borgnine.
0: Yeah, August Borgnine. To give you some context, people, it's the movie about the ship that got the cruise ship that got turned completely upside down during a weather storm.
1: Not the '90s one
0: not the 90s one, and more than half of the people on board the ship decided not to move, stay in the place that they were in because they were convinced help would come. And if they moved to what Gene Hackman was suggesting, which was a safer place, they needed to climb to the bottom of the ship, which was the top at that point for help. And more than half of the people said, no, let's stay here. Let's let's, help is coming. And Gene Hackman was like, if you guys stay here, you're going to die. Who's with me? And only a handful of people decided to go with Gene Hackman. And he played a reverend. And the other people that decided to stay stayed. Well, obviously they died. And along the way to go where Gene Hackman was suggesting, which was the right thing to do. Some of them died. Everybody didn't make it but the ones that made it lived. And at one point there was the scene where standing in between where Gene Hackman and his followers needed to be versus where they were. It was one step left and they had to get past this metal door. And in order to get past the metal door, Gene Hackman sacrificed himself and he jumped on top of this this, this, this steering wheel to turn it While steam, hot boiling steam, was shooting in his face. He eventually died. He got the door open and the rest of the people lived. But prior to opening the door, one of the survivors had actually perished seconds before he was to open the door. And remember, Gene Hackman's a reverend. And he got so upset that he even said a prayer to God. And he said to God in so many words, not using profanity but with the energy of profanity. At this point, God, if you're not gonna help us, get the fuck out of the way. We didn't ask you to fight for us, but damn it, don't fight against us. Leave us alone. How many more sacrifices? How much more blood? How many more lives? Hell wasn't enough. Acres wasn't now this girl you want another life then take me and that's what I'm saying about fair we know life ain't fair but Jesus fucking Christ does it have to seem like life goes out of its way to go I'm gonna fuck with you we know it ain't fair we know it's fucked up but watch this it's flat-out cruel. Yeah, but
1: again, I'm not trying to make this seem overly simple. It's cruel from the moment you're born. Because you are going, you know... For some people! What's the end? No matter what, what's the end?
0: Okay, but if we, if we know the end, date, what we have been taught, it's, it is heaven, beautiful, eternal life, immortality, no pain. Wonderful. If, if, if the afterlife is Studio 54, then great. It's all worth it. If it ain't nothing but the end and that's it, that's a pretty fucked up notion that you can be born, it can be unfair, it can fuck you, and there's no reward at the end. It's just what it is.
1: Unless that peace. Unless there's peace in that, I, I got. T- oh. I, I, I told you, man. I, I got when I went under for for a procedure, and I was out. I never felt so good than when I first woke up, and then within like four or five seconds, like reality came back to my like in the movies where you see like the rush of of, of life, like where things are coming at you really fast. I woke up and I was like, oh wow, I've never felt so good and it's because I wasn't thinking about everything about life and as soon as I started thinking about everything with life within four seconds five seconds I was back to like oh this is this is this is life life ain't I'm not saying I'm not having a good life I'm not enjoying my life I'm saying life is work it's hard it's not fair this is whatever this is I, I can only believe it's part of what what's next because this isn't fair this isn't right this isn't the uh, <coughs> No one gets out of this unscathed. I, I used to say, I, I, I don't know if I ever said this to you, but, um, oh shit, I'm going to forget his name too. Who's the, the Eric Clapton, who's like this guitar player, lived a great rock star, models, dated models, married models, had like a life, didn't, had drugs, but never got like so fucked up, like had this life, this span. And his little kid, his little kid is playing and was pushing on the window, and the window, whole window fell in and, and, and his kid died, fell, fell several stories to the ground. And that's it. He has this song about it. And but I mean, no one gets out. No one has the perfect life. No one has it. There's not fairness in anyone's life. Even people that you hate and can't stand have things that have happened to them that that has made their life uncomfortable. Even Trump, I don't know what it is. But everyone has. We all have this.
0: I don't know that I buy that. I don't know that I buy that.
1: Well, you don't think... Uh,
0: I really don't. I, I No, I, listen, like I said, I think that life is a numbers game. And I think that in a numbers game of 7 billion souls on the planet, even if the percentage is teeny tiny, there are some people who never experience bad shit.
1: Well, like babies that are born and die.
0: And out. Okay, but I'm here. Okay, I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now. Okay, I got you. I got you. See what I'm talking about?
1: This is part of karma.
0: See what I'm talking about? Is that what that is?
1: No, it's not. Anyway, I don't believe karma works. No, I,
0: I, 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 just I believe that there are certain people who go through life. Un, un, I, won't, I don't want to be look I won't say untouched because bad shit happens to everybody but in the degree of oh my god really bad shit versus come on man word that's that's what you consider bad there's some people who just grow up in that life whether it's you know obviously circumstances due to having rich parents the right kind of circumstances born in the wealth being able to afford the best doctors, answers to all your problems, I saw because you got money, which is the means. There are some people that, yeah, they just never know.
1: Yeah, but then you take other uh, some of these r- r- rich, some of these people who came from well-off families, very had, had access to all that, and their kids don't have any challenges, and they don't excel, and there's, a lot of them fall into into drugs or into uh, less than a less than a, a, a livable. A, I don't want to say livable, but less than a, you know, ideal life. I, we all have struggles. Some people have more struggles. Undeni- that's not, we cannot deny that. But I don't think anyone gets, un- gets out of it unscathed. I think, right. we, I think we would like to see more justice sold out to those that have put in less or have hurt more. But that isn't what, the, that's not us. That's not for us to decide. We don't know we don't know what there what what hap, what's happening with those people we know what's happening with us I, I try to focus on what I can do better not on what other people need
0: to do better um listen I you know I know timing is everything uh and I certainly don't want to be insensitive uh but you know the guys I you know it's Listen, like like the saying goes, life goes on. The show not, the show must go on. <clears throat> you know, they obviously were going to make Black Panther 2. That's still going to happen. Yeah. Because that movie made so much money. There's no way it's not going to happen. In your opinion uh and God rest his soul for the for the record Chadwick Boseman This one hurts almost pretty much to me like Kobe uh, because it was so unexpected. It's so unfair. But that being said, who do you think they would cast or who could you see being cast to fill those shoes? I have actually two names, but I don't think one of them they'll use because they're not going to have the same dude play two different Marvel heroes. You know, that guy, let me see how you pronounce his name. I got it pulled up already. Marshallah Ali, who was in the Green Book, yeah. is playing Blade. Um, And if he wasn't, I would say him to play T'Challa. But again, I don't think they're going to have two different dudes play two Marvel characters in the Marvel Universe, especially going on at the same time. Right. Um. But if not him, listen, I'd say Wesley Snipes. I always thought Wesley was my first choice. And I know Wesley's in his 50s, but he still looks great. He doesn't look 50. And he's, and he's a martial arts expert and a black belt. I can't think of nobody else who, unless you go with a no-name. If you're talking about star power, why not Wesley Snipes?
1: I think you got to go no-name at this point.
0: You think so over Wesley?
1: Yeah, because all all they're ever gonna if you're Wesley, you, why would you take that role? Because you're only gonna be compared to Chaswick.
0: Anybody who takes that role is gonna be compared to Chaswick. But you if can't they, get, you can't denounce that.
1: Yeah, but if you're unknown, it doesn't make a difference if you're compared to it. Yeah, No, nah,
0: to- you still gonna be no, you still gonna be compared to it, especially this way. Yeah. You can't help but compare it, especially.
1: Is this a storyline? Do they write a storyline to fit this situation, or do you think that's it an is-
0: interesting question? Wow, that's an interesting question. Do you address the elephant in the room, or do you try to act like nothing's changed?
1: I mean, we Batman. We've had how many Batmans now? Five,
0: half a dozen.
1: So, I mean, it, it, it's not it's not necessary to address it, but. This is so different. Maybe it is. Right. I don't know. I I think it's I mean, it's 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 not the first thing that I thought of, but it was in probably the top ten things that I thought about. How do they? How does Black Panther follow up? Because, and and it's at first you think, oh well, that's kind of disingenuous to this man who this was a real man and this is a character that he's playing, but it's not disingenuous when I thought about it because it had such an impact on the culture
0: that it, he and, is, all, and, all, and all the religious people will say to you, this is what he would have wanted No, to he, continue he, the impact for the culture.
1: Yeah. It's, but it's not what he wanted. He'd want to make black Panther too. That's what he would want.
0: I, I, I know. I'm <laughs> yeah, just yeah, telling yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the religious card. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I got it. But you know, he. Uh, I, I think that you know that's that's why I, I don't feel it's disingenuous to to bring up the the comic book character because it is part of it's it, it's it's an integral part of his legacy. It is who he is, whether whether it was intended or not intended. It, it's it's who he is as a person because it was it was it was so important to the culture. So yeah. So, so it, I think asking the question, some people are going to listen to this and think that it's like you know that that's not important to who to, right. to him. But I think it is because I think it's woven into what he left behind. Right. You know he played he played a lot of characters, but this one this one related. This one changed.
0: Uh, Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, uh, but yeah, this was. You know, and again, you know, people have to be reminded, <clears throat> and, and I said on the other podcast where we talked about the superhero scenes, uh, when I saw the documentary about Marvel, people forget that really the first Marvel black superhero movie was Blade. Yeah. Now, it, it didn't get the attention of a Thor, a Captain America, and an Iron Man, and all the rest, for whatever reason.
1: Well, they didn't even but, release it as a comic book movie. That's Right. Yeah right
0: just, yeah but blade was the first but I almost look at that like uh blade was the satchel page of the Marvel black superhero universe and I forget who the other guy's name is from the Negro leagues Chadwick was Jackie Robinson he was the first yeah. major league Marvel black guy even though there were black guys a black guy before him
1: Yeah, well, what was it's Falcon? I forgot. I don't remember. No, but I I
0: don't even. Falcon came when all the other ones came.
1: That's true too. Wesley
0: as Blade was the first. first, The first. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Um, yeah, but not not taking away anything from that, but like Blade, I think was a, a comic book that they made for a movie. They didn't release it as a comic book, like as a Marvel movie. Even though, right? So, but it, that was the first, and that was a great uh, Blade One.
0: Oh, dude, think Blade, Blade One and how we often say a lot of times the sequels don't live up to the original. Blade Two was better than Blade One. It was great. Now Blade Three—that's a fall. Goody goo. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, how much time we got?
1: Uh, about twenty minutes.
0: All right, let me call you right back, and then we can jump into. The NBA, which will definitely eat up the last 20 minutes.
1: Okay, I'm going to put it on pause right now. You all right, dude?
0: Yeah. What happened? I had to get rid of the body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, part two of the podcast. Uh, the other hot topic. Um the NBA players recanted their initial, we're going to cancel the rest of the season. And before we dive into this, let me just say I sent out a Instagram post that I later retweeted, that I later learned Snoop stole from me, reposted, and claimed it as his own. But I said, uh, listen, man, I don't give a fuck what LeBron does for the rest of his career and how the rest of his career plays out off the court, he has now eclipsed MJ as the GOAT because for him to put his dick on the table and take such a stance and lead the charge it's just something with, you know, he's got MJ beat and I was really making a point more to praise him. But of course, a lot of dudes was like, man, why are you comparing MJ to LeBron? They both get goats. So they were reading into it what I hadn't intended for them to read into. So I deleted it. Um, but upon learning that he decided to recant his stance I said in another, not in a post, but I said to somebody who was like, yo, what you think of LeBron all of a sudden deciding to go ahead and play? I said, what is he in the, uh, what's his finals record? Three and six? He's now three and seven. This is an L. (laughs) This is a bad look, dude. And, 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 And I think that him and the other players, what they did by recanting sets us back. And you said you disagree with me.
1: Yeah, I do. Why? Because it it wasn't about the. They said they weren't going to play. Did they actually say we're not playing? The playoffs are canceled. Did they say we're not playing they, any play, playoffs? They, they,
0: they, they said they wanted to cancel the rest of the season.
1: Okay, but what they got was the NBA. First of all, let, let's let's back up before we get here, uh, and. To the NBA in general, the NBA has also always been more progressive on social justice issues than any other uh, league, uh, any other professional sport league. Is do you not? Do you disagree with that? Okay, I'll give that.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So, so taking the stance is important, but we're also this isn't the this isn't the league. For, well, let me say this: a couple of things. This isn't the league that is that is going along. With the uh, status quo, this is the league that is more progressive, works for social justice. I mean, putting Black Lives Matter on the court way before uh, any any other team was willing to do. It, it was just done. Do you know what I mean? It, it was just it, this was it, it. It felt right. It wasn't like contrived. It didn't feel odd. It wasn't like they were trying. It just felt like they meshed together the way that the the, the NBA works. It felt normal. I also was. I also wanted to say that when. Uh, baseball put down their bats and glo- uh, bats and gloves for the for the that uh, to um, to uh, what, what, what's, to show solidarity with the uh, basketball association. Um, football players are talking about it and saying that they wouldn't have played if that was the situation right now. So there's already. The, there's a I don't want to say kumbaya, but there's this like mass together uh, group of, of players that see this as the opportunity to make social change. But by just not playing, that doesn't just necessarily convey social change, because what's the end game then? What do you need to play again? If you if you just say we're not playing because of this, uh, because of police brutality, we need social justice. What how do we make the change and what is the. What would what would satisfy the change that you would need to see that they would be able to play again?
0: Okay, well, first of all, let me say this, um, and I'm going to say it the way I said it in the post: cops killing black people will never stop because we will never start. And here's what I'm getting at: imagine if, and this is something that's never been done, and even Stephen A. Smith kept saying this is something that's never been done talking about solidarity Right. imagine if every major black and let let me be honest with the exception of hockey and NASCAR black people dominate every major American sport us and the Dominicans fucking the baseball for the Yankees imagine if every prominent black baseball player football player basketball player boxer, and let's go beyond sports. Let's just talk entertainment. Actors, Denzel, Sam Jackson, moguls, Oprah, Tyler Perry, top-notch comedians, Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Imagine if every facet of entertainment, every top black performer said no more no mas, until we get laws and legislation put in place to protect us and stop this, we are not entertaining white folks no more. And I said, you have to hit America where it hurts and with what it respects the most, economics. And you'd be crazy to think that the billionaire boys club, all these owners, all these studio heads, all these networks heads—they all eat at the same breakfast table. Like I said, this shit is high school. Nerds hang out with nerds, jocks with jocks, goth kids with goth kids. They know each other. Yeah. Who do you think finances their campaigns during elections? Who do you think sits at those five thousand dollar a plate dinners? Okay. If, if wait a minute. If all these black performers said no mas, and put the pressure on America and these owners economically, you don't think they would go to their local friends and politics, judges, governors, mayors, and go, hey, we need change because it's fucking with our bottom line. And you and I just talked about this with the Yousef Hawkins documentary. The mob said, yo, we got to fucking... Rat, and and, and for the mob hating every, the the rat is the worst thing you could do in the mafia is be a rat. But the mafia and Sammy Bull went, yo, we got to give up this Italian kid, Joey Farmer, because he's hurting business. So if it works for the Italians, why can't it work for us? Why can't we be the ones to go in solidarity, enough's enough, if you white business owners that sign our checks, don't talk to your billionaire friends in positions of power and make it so that our sons and daughters, our black brothers and sisters are safe. No mas.
1: OK, so that being said, one of the, the first team that didn't play was the Milwaukee Bucks. And they they canceled that. The Milwaukee Bucks ownership came out in a statement and said that uh, they didn't know about that they weren't going to play, but they fully support their decision not to play. Also, the ownership of that uh, of that, especially L- Laurie, I think is, is is the is the last name of one of the owners, is one of the major contributors to the Democratic Party and Joe Biden's campaign. So my question is then to you is. Uh, and I said it earlier, what we're not going to get a change in, we're not going to get the social justice change that we need because we do have laws on the books. They're just not being enforced the right way. And police have this blanket of immunity that needs to be removed. Besides if we just remove that, that's still not going to happen in uh, six months in a year. We need this to happen. This is, this has to happen. The laws are already there. They need to be enforced the correct way. And with the, with what they got, was the NBA to be even more uh, aggressive about social justice. They put together a coalition and there's going to be advertisement during NBA games that we've never had before. So that this doesn't just fall by the wayside when people are feeling a little bit better because of time and distance, not because anything was done. This is, this is on the books to make change, making change, showing that we're, we're, we're doing things to create change and then going forward with them is is important because it's not going to end tomorrow. We're not going to end this tomorrow. So if we if we can't end it tomorrow,
0: what what's, what's your what? let's let's stop there. We can't end it tomorrow. It should have been ended years ago.
1: Without Tomorrow's
0: too late. How much longer? And and here's why I'm saying what the NBA players did is a detriment because now instead of putting your dick on the table. And so in solidarity and and, and strong arming and muscling the powers to be to go now, not tomorrow. We're done waiting now the, by going by going. Let's play. You, we, we're a joke now. Now they're going, look, look, these niggas ain't serious. I, I, and I it continues.
1: I don't see it that way at all.
0: How can you not?
1: Because this is this is a, a siege, this is a sea change. We need a complete change in the way that we look at social justice in the white community. The white community has never been as, and, and this is what's I, you're looking at. I, you guys can't see this because we're on uh, on uh, video chat here.
0: I'm giving Andy. I'm giving Andy the um, the Gary Coleman. What you talking yeah, about, Willis, Willis face. face?
1: Listen, we the group of white people that are needed also to come together, to make this change have never been this affected. Uh, they're involved. They're looking at, they're looking at it in a different way. It's like I said, when George Floyd was murdered, he wasn't murdered in the streets of Minneapolis. He was murdered in people's homes, in the living room. They're involved. This is going to keep the, the NBA is going to keep that in their living rooms. It's going to keep, the, the idea of what needs to change And this is a change This is socially changed Not just legally, socially We need to look at things differently Like I said when we talked about Yusuf Hawkins and the, And it was good to see uh, the narrative not be skewed or changed into a white perspective. And what a white perspective would be, and you saw it in the use of Hawkins, but they didn't get stuck on it like it uh, normally would. Well, what were they doing in that area? There was mistaken identities. That's what happened. It had nothing to do, it had everything to do with that, but had nothing to do with it. The fact is, a black man was still ki- killed for walking in a neighborhood that he should have been every right to feel like he could have gone home safely. But we didn't get caught up in it. Because that was produced by a black man, was directed by a black man who showed what how we should be thinking about it. This is where we are. The NBA is giving tools to make that happen across cultures that we haven't had before. It's, when you went, when something I, I never thought TV was as powerful as it is. And I told you when I watched um, Hamilton and I saw black characters playing, what 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 historic what the historical characters were white it changed my opinion on how i even looked at these characters it is important it's important to have it in there and i don't think it's a joke i think this coalition is something that can uh, that actually uh powerful athletes can have say in what's happening in a billion in a billionaire's <laughs> office
0: listen <laughs> listen someone hit me up on instagram in terms of one of their responses and said you know, if, and let me just say it to, to to piggyback what he said to me, that image, that soundbite, that clip that went viral, of Doc Rivers getting emotional and saying, "Why do we love this country, but it won't love us back?" Andy, I kid you, I shit you not. I was welling up because you're getting to a point now where we we'll start we've been angry. We've been through a, a gamut of emotions. But I'm starting to go, I'm starting to feel his pain and seeing him tear up because I'm going, Jesus, when is enough enough? And someone hit me up on Instagram and said, you know, if the players don't play, then they don't give themselves the platform to have a moment like Doc Rivers, to to get their message across. And I said to him, we've been getting the messages across. We've been messaging our asses off it's time for action america knows the message they've heard the cries we don't need to keep doing this the next step is yo let's take it to the next level no more playing and thus my my what i said will de- the cops will never stop cuz we will never start and as long as we don't start and as long as we do things like we we going to show them We're going to not play. But then two days later, you decide to play two steps forward, five steps backwards. No,
1: but but let's let's take that a little bit more, like take that apart a little bit more when you said that uh, and NBA wasn't going to play. And we just said NBA has been the most progressive about social justice. Why are you going to bite the hand that's actually helping you? That's helping you.
0: Let's back up what you just said. Okay. And I can tell you right now, every black person just heard you say what you said, and you worded that uncustomarily to how it's really worded. But the fact that you even said that drives the point home even further. Why would you, you said, why would you bite the hand that helps you? When the saying is, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Okay. Now, let's not do apples and oranges. Whether it's feed you or hurt you, the hand that feeds you and hurts you also signs your check. And that hand is white. And the message, loud and clear, is don't bite or hurt that white hand. And as long as we continue to think like that, exactly.
1: No, here's my point on what I was saying. The NFL... Those players aren't really for social justice. The the owners aren't doing things for social justice. Uh, they've been against it. They're the ones who put Colin Kaepernick and pushed him off the playing field. We're talking about a league, and when I say the hand that helps you, this is a hand that's, that's actually going. We need to make change. Let's do things for change. And the NBA has, just, has since. Uh, I can't even say his, I'm going to. So Akbar. what's the
0: change? What's the, what's the change? Because here's what I've seen so far. You ready? Oh, everybody in sports is putting up on the on the on the what do you call that? The the Tron, the big screen. What do you call that? It's called something Tron.
1: The Jumbotron.
0: Jumbotron. Everybody's putting on a Jumbotron. Black Lives Matter. Everybody's putting on a uniform. Black Lives Matter. Everybody is giving us symbolism. Everybody is giving us visuals. That's cute. We're past that. We need real change. Don't give me smoke and mirrors. Don't give me illusions. All the pictures, all the jumbotrons, all the words saying the right thing, the commercials, that's sweet. That ain't really change.
1: But it is change because the NBA is setting up coalitions and money to do – so, for specifically social justice. They put Andy, in a cold- Andy,
0: Andy, 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 if I'm your boyfriend, right? And let's just say you're the woman. Let's just say for the sake of argument. And I slap the shit out you. And I tell you with roses in one hand, candy in the other. I'm sorry, baby. It'll never happen again. But it continues to happen. How many more times are you going to allow me to give you roses and candy before you go... Enough with the symbols. Stop hitting me.
1: But the NBA isn't the people that are slapping you. The NBA is the but people they that are, are trying to ones, make the changes.
0: But they are the ones who know the people who can make the change. So force them to force
1: them. But they are. Those are the people who are financing, are they? financing, are they? The, financing the campaigns of people for change. <coughs> the, okay, in, so- the NFL has owners that are, uh, that are openly supporting Trump. Do you hear that from the NBA owners?
0: Andy, show me. I don't see it so far.
1: They're donors. They're they're people who are putting money towards campaigns of people who are for real change. That is not happening in the NFL. So when's the
0: change coming?
1: It like you said, it should have came yesterday. Okay. But they're going to keep this on the table. They're going to keep this on the forefront. They're going to do advertise. They're going to keep America informed on what's happening.
0: I, America's been informed. No. I'm, you know what?
1: I'm going to say that
0: America's been informed.
1: I'm going to go back to Yusuf Hoffin, Hawkins. When I was living in Arizona and I heard that whole story, all I heard, and seriously, the way that the news even put the story together, was that a black boy boy was killed in uh, Bensonhurst a uh, uh, pr- uh, predominantly well known Italian neighborhood who was uh, there for t- uh, a love triangle that turned bad that's how I was that 's how I interpreted from when I was a kid how that how that story was presented that story wouldn't be presented like that today <sighs> I'm not saying it's perfect. It is not. And I'm not saying this is the best answer, but I'm saying when you don't play and you're beating up the league that is doing the most, we're not doing it the right way. We need to- And when you
0: say doing the most, what is it
1: done? It's always been more progressive of 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 social justice.
0: Coulda woulda shoulda. We keep hearing the same shit. What is it done?
1: I think it gives more representation to, to black. Black athletes have had more of a voice. We've been represented. What has it done? It's given more of a voice than, it's, than any other sport. We, they've
0: heard our voice. What has it done?
1: If you don't play, what will if it do? What will it do?
0: Exactly. We don't know. So why not try that? Why not hit America what it respects the most, what it knows the most? Money. I got
1: to be honest, I haven't heard America clamoring for the sports the same way that you have. I see the ownership of billionaires, which you, if you're saying these billionaires are going to make the change. I saw a billionaire that wanted to make change. He's in the White House right now. It's not just about the money. It's about the right people. Who? Who is he? Trump is the one billionaire that's in the, in the White House right now that wanted to make change. Remember, we're going to make America great again.
0: That was you you just lost that argument by saying Trump.
1: No, I'm saying no, I'm no, because you're saying put pressure on the billionaires. The billionaires all know each other. Well, we
0: know Trump ain't going to do that.
1: Well, I'm just saying there's a billionaire already. We made a mistake on billionaires. The billionaires aren't the answer. It's about the right people for the right job. We have a league that is represent represents the black community in a way that no other league does. What? Well, this isn't the league to make the example I say the the NFL is the league to make the example.
0: All of them. All the sports with black dominance is the example. That's where the most effective. That's where our presence is largest.
1: Yeah. But it's a different culture in the NBA than it is in the NFL. What's the difference? Blacks are represented... Openly can speak the way that they need to. They're not being uh, closed off like Colin Kaepernick was closed off by the NFL. Do you think that would have happened if he was an NFL, if he was an NBA player?
0: Who knows? Maybe. Maybe, I maybe not
1: The last person that but, this but, happened but, but, with was
0: Kaepernick. But Colin Kaepernick has a larger voice. If all the black NFL players went, you're not just going to make Colin a martyr. But they did. You're going to make all but of us martyr but they, they didn't.
1: did all the black NFL he can't
0: get a job.
1: He can't. So that's what, I'm. that's what I'm saying. They need, if you're going to strike on somebody, if you're going to take your talents off the court, take them off the field, take them out of the NBA, out of the NFL,
0: take them off the field, take them off the comedy stage, take them off the rapping stage, take them off the singing stage, take them away in front of the camera, take them away on all aspects. That is my point.
1: But now you're draining your financial also.
0: There's people draining whos.
1: What do you mean draining whos? How well, do you live? Dra- how do you live if you're not making money? If you're not I'm making money. I'm glad
0: you asked that question. First of all, this is a two parter. Number one, the athletes aren't just being drained. The owners are too. And secondly, that's when you become my brother's keeper. The same sacrifice in the 60s that black people made when they went, yo, we going to boycott buses. So then how do we get to work? If your neighbor has a car, they'll take you. Hey, if you're black and you're in the NBA, NFL, if you're one of the highest paid players, LeBron James. I'm not a football guy, so I can't throw out football names. But let's just say whoever's the black version of LeBron James in baseball and in football. Okay, we make more than the guy who makes the minimum. But if you're going to take this stance with us and you can't afford the hit that we can afford, am I my brother's keeper? If you are hungry, I'll feed you. If you need a place to sleep, my house is your house. You need clothes, I got you. At what point are you willing to sacrifice everything for the good of your family and your dignity and your color in exchange for money. Okay, And money, money is the carrot, the fear that they dangle over you and go, hey man, if you don't play, how you gonna feed your family? How you gonna pay your mortgage? How your kids gonna live? So yeah, you go, oh God, I can't fuck that up. I gotta play. Or you go, you know what? So my kids live and don't die at the hands of a racist cop, I'm gonna sacrifice money. And if my brother is my keeper, LeBron got me. So-and-so in the NFL got me. So-and-so in baseball got me. You, Once upon a time ago, we did that. We thought that way. We acted that way. If we do that, we're okay.
1: You know LeBron's rhetoric and the younger players in the in the NBA are what this divide started with. In the last few days, because LeBron is coming at it from a complete coming at it in his way of the way he looks at it, the younger players aren't looking at it the same way. There is a divide in the in the communication between the younger players and the and LeBron. You know that, right? You you've you've read the article. Well,
0: well, 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 somebody has to step up and fix that. I don't know who that is. Okay, but somebody's got to fix it. If we don't fix it, we are doing the same thing over and over listen this is a great quote I love this quote and and as much as I'm going I got to get my shit together I got to get my life together it's the same quote but I like it worded better this way when they go what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results this is a quote I heard same thing but I like this better Nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah. So unless we are going to do what it takes, the Avengers, whatever it takes, unless we're willing to do whatever it takes, we're going to keep going through this, man. And they know that. You know, listen, when, 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 when I see a clip, there's a clip I look at on YouTube of the Avengers. That moment when... Fucking Falcon goes, a uh, Cap, on your left. And all the Avengers are coming back in the portals. There's a dude who's in the theater, and he yells out, and I swear to God, it gives me goosebumps, because I love it. The passion. He goes, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You gotta be willing to die behind those words. Whatever it takes. Bloodshed, death, Whatever it takes, and we're not, meaning black people, we're not willing to do that.
1: We don't know what this is going to bring about.
0: Do you see anything different happening?
1: Yeah, I do. What do you see different? One, we're going to change an administration.
0: We don't know that.
1: Yeah, we know that.
0: We don't know that. I know. And and, 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 and let me, because we're talking about basketball now, but let me go back to the God thing we talked about. One lady went, Karma is real. Donald Trump's gonna get his. You'll see in November. And I went, What if he doesn't? What if he's reelected? Then hate, division, evil, all that shit he represents, four more years. So now, how do you feel about your theory about karma?
1: I, I, I don't have. What if he, he doesn't? Uh, I think he's out. And if he isn't, we're not going to last four years. There'll be, a, there'll be some kind of a, a social war that will happen in this country. It can't go on like this. He cannot divide the country like this. It's, it's not possible for and, and people just to stay like you just said expecting doing the, what, what was the second quote uh, it doesn't if, if nothing changes,
0: changes nothing changes and that's
1: exactly what we're going to be if, if he's elected I don't see him being elected again I don't I don't think that dude and, and I don't think it's because of social justice I don't think it's because of the way that he's handled uh, minorities in this country I think it's because he couldn't handle this pandemic
0: the blacks as he says the blacks in and of itself, if you don't know nothing but history of this country, is a racist connotation. He can't even correct himself to go African American. He can't. He goes the blacks. Maga lo- He said that. I saw a clip where he goes, "Maga loves the blacks."
1: Even trying to say something in a positive way, he can't even get that right.
0: Hey man, listen. Uh, I was on the uh, i did the i did the podcast yesterday of my two guys, uh, and you're are a dude, you're a sports guy, so you're gonna know who they are. Uh, Fox Sports. I forget what the name of the podcast is, but uh, I did the podcast hosted by Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Yeah, I know Chris. Broussard. You know yeah, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and, and he, he, he had the same take that Stephen A. Smith had. In which case I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a little disappointed in Stephen A. Smith and I know Stephen A. Smith and I don't agree with this at all. This assessment, Corey Holcomb, every chance he got called Stephen A. Smith a coon. I've heard other black people call him an uncle Tom and a coon. I've never gotten that from Stephen A. Smith, and I watch First Take religiously. He always, with the most eloquent, intelligent, and Lord knows that man's vocabulary, is he's a walking thesaurus. He he always tackles black-white issues and has never come off as a kowtow or a coon to me, ever. So I don't know where that comes from. But... I'm a little disappointed because when it happened, again, Steven was leading them, was at the forefront. Man, this has never happened. I applaud these black brothers taking this stance on possibly suspending the rest of the season. Cut to two days later, I'm watching first take. He's saying the same thing differently with the same passion. I commend these brothers for going back to the season. Well, wait a minute, nigga. Which is it? Because You condemn or you don't.
1: Because he, you looked, sound like you ass Because he looked at what they got, and he felt like that was worthwhile. <sighs> This is the one, I know you keep saying it didn't give you everything. It didn't give you the the change that you want that is necessary. I'm going to take that back from what you want to the change that's necessary. But this is the only league that is leading that kind of charge in the first place. This isn't the league to, to, uh, these aren't the owners that are causing you the problems. The owners, and I'm not saying that every NFL owner is. I'm going, but we openly know NFL owners that support Trump. What that's the league that if you if you want to take a league down if you want to put pressure on billionaires that's the league to do it in. Uh, at least this league has support. And by the way, when you brought up hockey, I would like to just let, to let you know because I I don't know if you know this, hockey also didn't play. They took that. Yeah, yeah,
0: and they, and again, they did what everybody else does. I saw it on the jumbotron. Black Lives Matter. NASCAR has been powerful in in symbolism. Black Lives Matter. And this is a, a, a sport that, you know, showcases the Confederate flag like it's, you know, Mickey Mouse ears. Like, this is normal. I'm saying, what really affects the change? The symbolism, the pictures, saying all the right things, or I, I, doing the right things. Doing the right
1: doing. things. Doing. Doing the right things. But it starts somewhere. It does start somewhere. And I know that it's been I, way past time for the start should be over. We should be at the finish line by now.
0: Let me t- let me tell you something. Uh, and I deleted two out of the three posts. In my anger, I, I, I put a post out and I said, you know, fuck Trump. Fuck Biden. We need to blah, blah, blah. And D.L. Hewley hit me up in my DM and said, hey, call me, man. So I called him and he goes, Aries, you know, I love you, but what are you suggesting, young man? We don't vote. We have to vote. You can't say fuck Biden. And I admit it. I said, look, man, in my anger, in my haste, I I said something that was probably stupid. Um, And plus, I was in the middle of eating. So I wanted to get off the phone with this nigga as quickly as possible. so I get back to my shit um but there you go and I heard that well what Chris Paul did was he wants to use he wanted to use some of the basketball arenas as voting places they are
1: definitely doing that
0: okay and listen I'm not going to downplay voting but I have to ask the question we've been voting
1: We've no, been doing No, that. no. And how much has changed? No, I'm not going to give you that because you know that the lowest black turnout was this last election. And we, All right, and, fair and enough. Look, and look who we got. Fair enough.
0: Okay, fair enough. But it just seems like even when we do vote and we get who we want in, politics is politics. A bunch of rhetoric, but what changes really? If things were changing, why are not we still bitching about the same shit? I, I, I...
1: A hundred percent agree with everything you just said, except for one. This one part, I don't know if it could be. You know, everybody's going to be everybody who listens to this. I already know because I already got the emails. Uh, And it's going to be that that thing where you call me Cap, and I and I have to believe that the I have to believe that it's going to get better, and I have to believe that or there's no purpose in doing any of this. But it's the people that have to change. The people, uh, politics. Yes, they have to change. The people who run. Uh, the government have to change the people who run the police departments and the police and the training has to change, but this is affected by us and us is the bigger, is the bigger component. And I think we are making the change. I think there's a different, I, I think that we have made strides in understanding over this last short period of time that I don't think was ever there before. I don't think people understood how affected Black folks are in this country I don't think I think that the, Like I said White people get up in the morning They go out And they do their day And they don't think People are hunting them So they don't feel like they're, Anybody else is being hunted But I think that This is the first time That they can actually see That black people In this country Their expectations Of getting home Are different Than a white person's Expectations of getting home Honey have you seen
0: this? Apparently Cops have been beating up Negroes like hotcakes. It's in the May issue. Dave Chappelle killing him softly. I this is and that was back when. Dude, they we, know Andy. No, they know.
1: But they but they limited like. Oh, that happened in California. Like I said, when I saw that shit happen with, <sighs> uh, with in in uh, Bensonhurst, I thought that was a Bensonhurst issue because we don't describe it as an issue that's countrywide. We don't see it that way. This is the first, and I'm not saying it will make it. It's going to make the change, but I think everybody sees this. When you see, uh, how do you you say this? Kenosha. Kenosha doesn't sound like the place of racial problems, but it's a place of racial problems. That's where Jared. Uh, that's where uh, Jacob Blake got killed, shot right. seven times in the back. <coughs> right. This is this. If this doesn't tell you that in the Midwest, in what seems like a peaceful area. Where these problems exist, the same way that they exist in New York, that they exist in L.A. I don't know that someone in whatever town in Kansas knew this before. Not not that they didn't know it; they did know it. They did know it, but they didn't weren't affected with it the way that they're affected today. I think it's different. I think we're changing. I I hope that I'm not talking about the government. I'm not talking about the police department. I think people are changing. When I see people marching and I see it not affected where I, it's just not, look at that Look at that film, uh, look at the tape when we looked at um, uh, uh, what happened in Bensonhurst. It was all black people marching and white people yelling and screaming at, at them to go leave their neighborhood. That's not what we're seeing right now. We are seeing fucking a shooter come in and, and kill people, but he didn't kill just, he wasn't just killing black people. He didn't just go out there to kill, but he killed white dudes. This is different right now. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's different that I think that there's more responsibility being taken by people who are of white uh, heritage that hadn't ever stepped out of their box of safety before. And i seeing that this is a problem that is going not just affects uh, black people. This affects America. This is um, all, all everybody who resides here is American and is that black dude is having a problem. I, the white dude, I'm that part of that person's America. I'm having a problem, too. This—I'm not saying that's for everybody. I think that this is happening in a greater way than it's ever happened before, and I could be completely wrong. And I could be like, no,
0: <clears throat> I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I'll give you that. Uh, uh, there definitely is a difference. Um, I guess my issue is just a speed factor.
1: It's not happening well, fast it, enough. I, I, I it's, granted, it's, granted, it should. This is a long time ago. Should have been done. Granted, I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to minimize it. I'm just saying that I, I, I think that we're in a place – I really believe we're in a place where we change. I, I, I don't know. If we don't change, I think we implode, dude. I think we implode. I think that we have a civil war in this country. And here's, what, and here's
0: what's here's, – and you and I have touched upon this. Here's the sad reality. I think we might have to do that. Of course, and, and as I would always say, I'm the last person to promote violence. But unless something changes, nothing changes. And if this is going to keep going, what is there left but implosion? And, What's left?
1: And I agree with you. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I'm not, I'm not rooting for that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see a, a, a civil war. But I said this before when, when, uh, when uh, George Floyd was murdered. I said. That there's going to be a revolution in, in this country, uh, a change, a change in this country, and uh, and it's going to happen with or without white America's approval. It's it's going to happen. It's so we either we either change uh, because we we we, do, we enforce policies differently and we we change the way that we inf- uh, we do our policing, or there's going to be a different kind of change. And I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the one where we, uh, I, I hate to say, uh, I hate to say this cause this goes back to what you just said. We we've known for a long time. This is where we all look at each other and go, can we all just get along? And we haven't been able to do it as of yet. But uh, that's the one I'm rooting for. And I, and I, and I really believe in these NBA, I believe what the NBA player, and this is where we disagree. I believe that the NBA players and the NBA, giving the players a voice an open voice to say what they need to say and not try to censor them is going to change uh, it's not going to change everything it's going to be in the process of making changes I believe that and I believe that's why they did it and I believe that's why it was the right thing
0: Uh, well this is why I agree to disagree
1: have you even watched basketball since it's been back on no I told you no neither have I this doesn't no. this, isn't, this isn't the same effect. and I'm not saying that I don't enjoy basketball. I just I just haven't either had the opportunity. one, I was moving. And you know what I would like I, on our podcast, I think we kind of owe an apology to uh, the Jacob Blake and the family and everything that happened because I was moving and I didn't have access to uh, anything besides my phone and I didn't even see it until later, and we really didn't address that situation. But do we have to and, and please, I'm not trying to be flippant. Uh, do we have to address the situation that we know is the situation because we've seen it before and before and before? So uh, I just I, I want to acknowledge that we saw it. We we were talking about it a little bit, but we didn't go into it in any depth like we normally would cover something. Are like you that. talking?
0: Are you are are you talking about the accusation or the thing about him with domestic violence and no no? I'm just sexual, talking about uh, him
1: getting shot seven times in the back. You know I, I don't know I I don't all that stuff said. His domestic violence, his warrants, whatever he has. I don't understand how anybody gets shot in the back seven times that that has anything to do with it.
0: Well, somebody sent a post out and said every redneck when they said, well, he was going for a knife in his car, which they're speculating. We don't know that. And how convenient. How do we take some of the steam off this? He was going for a knife in his car. Let's say that was true. Somebody posted every redneck in America has a knife in their car. Or whatever other kind of weapon they have, and they and they don't get shot in the back.
1: Not only don't you get shot in the back, so let's I,
0: not play that game.
1: No, and not only don't you get shot in the back. Here's the here's the thing that I even said to you uh, off this. Uh, I've shot a gun before, and there's a reaction when that gun shoots. Your hand goes back. There's mo- you telling me that you needed seven times of that kind of motion happening to you before you were done shooting. Man, even if you would have, even if you would have shot him once, I would have thought that was aggressive. But seven times after three, I'm pretty sure he's not grabbing the knife after two. I'm sure he's not grabbing the knife. I'm, and I'm not even saying that knife was there. I'm just making that comparison to what's being said right. by other people. I right. don't, I think the knife thing is bullshit. I haven't seen a picture of the knife.
0: And like I said, and and, and, and again, Lord knows, I I don't never want to sound like a Karen or, or the, 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 the naive shit that some white people say. But if you know the cops have a history of killing us, whether your back is to them, whether your front is to them, even when we comply, why quadruple down on your chances? If they got a gun to you and they telling you freeze, nigga freeze. If they say lay on your tummy, lay on your tummy. Do not keep walking giving them your back and going in your car and reaching. And I hate, again, I hate saying that because now I feel like I sound like them white folks. I'm just saying if you know what we know, don't give them any reason.
1: Well, even even take this up just a little bit more because this is important. Um, this is a policing thing. This isn't just a black and white thing because when we were in Mississippi and we talked to black officers there, And we talked about a different shooting. They sided with the police. This is, this has, this. Who, the police? Yeah. those police. The police sided with the police. Black police officers sided with the white police officers. Say that one more time. Black police officers sided with the white police officers. One more time. Black police officers sided with the white police officers.
0: Business as usual. So what's your point?
1: My point is, is, this is a police, not only is this a black and white issue, which it is. It's also a policing issue, and one of the things that I wish this NBA uh, group of people could could do, uh, what needs to be pressed for, for me— what I think needs to happen immediately is a new uh, a new task force needs to be put into the Department of Justice, and every <laughs> single city that's having multiple or engaging pl- problems with that are being brought up on race issues, policing issues, the way they do it, no matter what, the DOJ should be in there investigating, and they should be pulling, they should have the right to pull any of that blanket immunity immediately, immediately from anybody that's using that to cover up what they're done.
0: Hey, just like I said, something we've never seen. In terms of solidarity and black unity, if every major athlete and entertainer said no mas, same thing with the police, which is something we've never seen. Can you imagine if every black police officer and white police officer that has a conscience and took an oath and knows the difference between right and wrong went, you know what? We're ratting out the bad ones. Uh What a difference that would make.
1: I'm not. I'm not saying that this is the same thing, but you saw Sam Shepard is is going to be on CNBC as one of the anchors. The, the who's Sam Shepard? He was the uh, one of the lead anchors on uh, Fox News, and their big thing, yeah. And his big thing is it's the they're telling the true stories. Uh, I think CNBC has a slant, but I think it is amazing that he would rather he rather put his career he put his career in jeopardy not to be on Fox News telling the stories that he was telling and went to a different uh, and was picked up by a different station. There is a difference. People have to know the difference between what right and wrong and what you do <laughs> defines you and how you sleep after you pass away could be from this, and that could be part of
0: karma. And I, Listen, one, the, the moment they decided to resume basketball, all I heard in my head was shut up and dribble.
1: But they gave them a platform that they didn't have. They, they're making something new. You said, and that's what you said. That's what is what you said. If nothing changes, then nothing changes will change. They they put together a program that could call that will affect social change. That is what you said. You wanted. Listen. I know this isn't the right a- I know none of, none of the things I said are the right answers, and I know none of the things that you said are the right answers. The right answers are need are, are changed. I
0: beg to differ, sir. <laughs> I think I've said a lot of things that are the right answers. I, I, Speak for yourself, sir. I, I will give
1: you that because you did say what I was going to say. That things need to be changed immediately, not tomorrow. And that is the right answer. And nothing I said makes that happen.
0: Uh, Andy, regardless as to what happens, uh you know I love your muscle ball ass. Uh, I think that's it. Where are we at time wise? We oh, gave him a lot.
1: We gave him a lot. There's a lot to chew on in that episode. Uh, in this episode,
0: we over. We got to be at least two hours, right?
1: An hour and a half.
0: We're an hour and a half. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. We just oh, got heated. Sure.
1: We just got heated on the NBA stuff. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I just I'd like to just make sure that we uh, uh, that we don't I, we weren't passing over Jacob Blake. It was just that we we weren't communicating.
0: Uh, Like, here, here, let me say this. When it went down that the Milwaukee players said, we're not playing tonight, and all the other teams followed suit, and I was watching it on ESPN ESPN, as it was happening, Um, the WNBA was like, we held a meeting, and they decided they're going to play tonight, but it was a heartfelt meeting, and I went, bad move. Y'all got to support each other. Later, cut to all the WNBA games are not being played Too There you go. If if the WNBA decided to play, knowing the boys decided not to, there's no unity. That's a bad look. And they decided smartly enough not to play. We got to stand together. I don't know how much it meant but I even like the fact that Kenny Smith walked off
1: TNT. No, I think it meant a lot. I think it meant a lot. I, Doc Rivers made a, meant a lot. This is not, you know, one of the things that gets, this isn't a racial, just a racial issue. This is a human issue.
0: Yes. Michael Wilborn even on PTI, said, I'm tired of singing Kumbaya. I don't want to sing Kumbaya. I want change. So it's all tied together in terms of, yeah, America's heard our cry. Yes, we know we have a platform. Yes, we know the leagues will say and do all the right things. Smoke and mirrors. It's time to affect the way niggas eat. It's time to affect their yachts and their side bitches and the ability to buy shit. We got to hit them in the pockets, man.
1: The thing is hitting a billionaire in the pockets doesn't do the damage that you they're going to be fine. Most and most of ownerships of uh NBA leagues is this is not their main source of income. They could close down their league.
0: So you're suggesting that that wouldn't be effective?
1: I'm just saying it obviously you would rather continue to have a, a league, especially one that's growing this way, uh, stay open for business. But I'm just saying these aren't people that are making a league minimum. Mo- I think out of the uh, I think twenty nine. No, that was NF- I forgot what the percentage is, but it's over like seventy five percent of most owners of league of leagues are billionaires. They're not going. They're not going down because they're uh their team isn't going to play for whatever amount of time or ever. See, I,
0: don't, I, I don't know the ins and outs and the stats of that, but I have a hard pressed time believing that if we took that stance, they wouldn't be moved or affected in a serious way.
1: Well, you did hear the thing about uh, on LeBron James, that he does want to be an owner in this, in, in the league. And you have to be approved to be an owner. You have to be invited in to be an, uh, an owner in the league. By the other owners? Yes.
0: Okay. So if he does what will affect them, what incentive would they have to put him in that position?
1: They would never let him in that position.
0: Run, nigga, run. Shut up and dribble.
1: I'm not denying that. That, that, that is def- definitely part mm. of it.
0: Somebody, you know, and listen, again, I don't know the stats. I don't know the ins and outs. But a lot of black people are like, why not just start our own fucking league? Yeah. We're the product. Yeah. Why not start our own league?
1: Yeah, I even put that question So to we you don't last need time. them. I brought, that, I brought that question to you on our last podcast. Why not? I, you know, the, the, because I brought it up about segregation, and one of the things was to integrate baseball, and then, you know, we did football. Everything was done. But that ended the Negro Leagues in baseball. It ended ownership of black men who owned black baseball teams. So, you know, that's why I'm saying, what is the balance? Is there a balance? Can you bring some balance to this financially and in business? I mean, does there have to be some form of segregation to make that work out? Or do you just start your own leagues, start it all black, and then if you want to invite a white player in, then you invite them in. If you don't want them, then you don't have to have them. Leagues have been started and ended before. the And the NBA... Uh, Was uh, bought the ABA. The NBA was already in existence. Someone started the ABA. Right. There could be the BBL.
0: BBL, Black
1: Basketball League.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you was going to say Black Boys League. (laughs) Like, you motherfucker.
1: (laughs) I mean, anything is possible. I'm not, I'm just, I just felt like this is the one league, though. That I look at, where black people have actual say, in in, in, or I don't want to use the word say. That's over. That may be overstretching it, but that have a league that is that is championing uh, black causes, where I see the other leagues not do that, and that's why I I have a. this is probably the only league that it could start at is with the NBA. And the NBA go, no, we'll, we'll support you in this. We'll figure this out. We'll do this together. Because that's even the ownership of the Milwaukee Bucks said that. That was their thing. We didn't know, but we fully support them and their, and their, and their decision not to play. So this is the league that I, I, that you can start that with. But where is the real problems? I'm looking at other leagues as the real problem. I, we're repeating ourselves now. There's more to it's come. It's all good. It's all good. It's a,
0: yeah. Uh, of course, uh, questions, comments, emails. Eric Spears45 at Hotmail. Uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more Patreon love. Please subscribe to my Patreon. Um, again, thank you for the listeners. Uh, email episode tomorrow, Thursday. And, uh, and ten, there we go.
1: And $10 a lot of money T-shirts available on, uh, you go to my Instagram, Andy Comedy. You just uh, uh, DM me. I'll send you the link for it. Or yeah, you.
0: our girl uh, Shannon, I don't know if she's already hit you up, but she said she was interested in yeah, getting yeah, yeah. some.
1: I got I yeah. took care of it. Um, but uh, there, I was going <laughs> to ship them uh, Monday, but it doesn't look like I'm going to get to ship them until Wednesday because uh, UPS is, 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 is slow right now. So uh, as soon as the day, the day I get them, they're already printed. They're on their way being sent to me and they'll be hidden in the mailbox as soon as I receive. them.
0: All right. So question today is uh, August 29th. Technically, if all goes well, you and I are back together. Second to last week of September. Yeah. So for the first three weeks of September or the first two, we got to do this shit. Yep. God damn it. Uh, all right i I, I got i got a ton of emails i want to read but like everything else i like doing it when we're in each other's presence so i was hoping that we got could we could wait but maybe not
1: yeah i got some emails too but i think they're copied to you as well so we got some good stuff coming uh that i'd really like to get to i got one that i don't know went to you that i think is going to be really interesting to have this conversation but uh yeah, guys, man, I we really appreciate you listening. I mean, I know we're all going through it right now and trying to figure out how to do the things that we uh consider normal, but uh we're trying to get together, we're trying to get some podcasts going uh in person because they are better. Uh hey Aries, the so one question before we're out
0: of here. Did he freeze? I never freeze. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Much love to uh chat with Bozeman, rest in peace, rest in power, brother. Uh, I never got the chance to meet you, but I love you. And, uh, Wakanda forever, nigga. Damn.
1: We're out of here, man. Yeah. Can you feel it, baby?